Radio Free Brooklyn. Tune in and cry it out with me, DJ Susie. Lee Brown is a blockhead, but he did. Santa here? I know him. pick this little tree. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. The fireside is blazing bright. We're caroling through the night. their flock by night, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. The glory of the Lord shone round about them. We three kings of Orient are Christmas is all about Charlie Brown. It's Christmas Eve. It's, it's the one night of the year when we all act a little nicer. We 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 smile a little easier. We 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 we, we share a little more. For a couple of hours out of the whole year, we are the people that we always hoped we would be. It's a miracle. It's really a sort of a miracle. You have to do something. You have to take a chance. You do have to get involved. There are people that are having having trouble making their miracle happen. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this should be a sign unto you. There are people that don't have enough to eat, and there are people that are cold. Linus is right. I won't let all this commercialism ruin my Christmas. You can go out and say hello to these people. You can take an old blanket out of the closet and say, here you can... I'll take this little tree home and decorate it. And I'll show them it really will work in our play. Make them a sandwich and say, oh, by the way, here. I get it now. Then you, then it can happen. Then the miracle can happen to you. First prize. It's not just the poor and the hungry. It's it's everybody who's got to have this miracle. Oh well, this commercial dog is not going to ruin my Christmas. And it can happen tonight for all of you. If you believe in this spirit thing, you, you the miracle will happen, and then you'll want it to happen again tomorrow. You won't be one of these bastards who says Christmas is once a year and it's a fraud. It's not. 
It can happen every day. You've just got to want that feeling. And if you like it and you want it, you'll get greedy for it. You'll want it every day of your life, and it can happen to you. I don't, I believe in it now. I never thought it was such a bad little tree. I believe it's going to happen to me now. I'm ready for it. It's not bad at all, really. And, and I, Maybe it just needs a little love. It's great. It's a good feeling. It's, it's really better than I've felt in a long time. Who the heck are you? What are you talking about? I'm Santa Claus. No, you're not. Charlie Brown is a blockhead. But he did get a nice tree. Why, of course I am. <laughs> You're Santa. What song did I sing for you on your birthday this year? Yeah. Happy birthday, of course. <laughs> you sit on a throne of lies. Look, I'm not kidding. You're a fake. I'm a fake? Yes. How'd you like to be dead? Huh? <laughs> no, he's kidding. What's going on here? You stink. I think you're gonna have a good Christmas, all right? You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. Okay. <gasps> Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown! Oh, holy night The stars are brightly shining It is the night Of the dear Savior's birth Long lay the world in sin and error pining Till he appeared and the soul felt its worth A thrill of hope the weary world rejoices For yonder breaks a new and glorious morn Fall on your knees Oh, hear the angel voices Oh, night divine Oh, night when Christ was born Oh, night divine Oh, night Oh, night was born Oh, now
from the Winslow T broadcast booth in cold and drizzly Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm John Reed. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, and this is Race to the Bottom Holiday Spectacular Edition. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going, everyone? Not great. (laughs) Oh, man. So, just a little housekeeping. I had said last week that we were going to do the top ten moments of the year on today's show. But... I was doing some thinking, and as I was doing my best thinking uh, in, the, in the shower, and I thought to myself, if we do the Christmas episode on Christmas Day, pretty much that'll be for no one, because either you're going to be with your family at 10 a.m. All the kids waking you up. Mommy, Daddy. Did Santa come? Can we go downstairs? Right? And you're going to be, uh, if you're in, in my family, you're, you're having Lois Handley's coffee cake and, uh, some, some coffee and, and, you know, it's starting to unwrap presents, or maybe you're you're deep into it because the kids got you up so early they could, they couldn't even handle it. So who's gonna want to? Unless I just played Christmas tunes, and you could just turn that on, but nobody's gonna be like, "Wait, shh, he's doing his monologue," right? Who wants that? Nobody wants that, or. Conversely, it's Christmas morning and and you don't want anything to do with Christmas. You're uh, one of the new atheists. You're you're having a a little roundtable intellectual discussion with, uh, you know, Richard Dawkins is there. Sam Harris. Not not uh, the pianist that's that I interviewed, who plays for Ambrose, but the the uh, intellectual dark web Sam Harris, he's there. Bill Maher's there, right? You guys aren't gonna turn on the race to the bottom Christmas episode. Also, usually I call it a holiday spectacular, but this year. Hanukkah's already come and gone. And I was talking to a, a co-worker who is of the uh, Judaic faith. And she said nothing uh, nothing upsets her more than, than the coupling of Hanukkah and, and, and Christmas. Uh, buildings that keep their menorahs up. It's, it's over. Put it away, she said. So... Um, 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend to to couple it also. Everybody knows Hanukkah isn't even that big of a Jewish holiday. Sukkot is the big Jewish holiday. Right? That's a that's a joke for uh Sukkot. That's the one where you make a make a tent out of trees or something. So anyway, that's my explainer. And um so today we're going to we're going to talk to uh a couple dudes who uh I want to talk about exhaustion. Yom Kippur, I, my research team, yes, I know Yom Kippur. It was a joke. I know Sukkot's not the big holiday. <laughs> We're going to talk to a, a couple. I want to talk about exhaustion. And I wanted to talk about exhaustion even before... Um, we started. We're, we're we're getting this. There's a vibe of March 2020 kind of in the air here in, in New York. Maybe not as bad. Maybe not that bad. Because uh, you know we've got the we've got more knowledge this time around. But this Omicron thing. I was talking to my buddy Winston on Wednesday, and he was like, "Oh man, this this Omicron thing's." bad i was like come on it's not that bad it's not that uh you don't get that sick he's like i don't know you're gonna be agreeing with me very shortly <laughs> literally the next day it's like i texted him Win- winston that happened quicker than i thought it would so for, for people listening in in uh not not New York, you know. My our our folks in Boulder and uh Topeka and uh um you know, Portland. Just to set the scene right now, you got uh you walk by a a city MD or an urgent care. You got Lines around the block. People are are worried about their holiday plans, and um, I thought this this year was going to be the the the, uh, the time to just uh, hang out for the the holidays and with carefree almost, and it just keeps going on and on. So I wanted to talk to Doctor Dad about exhaustion, see how his, his patients are doing, see how he's doing, Seeing, see if we can maybe uh, learn anything from, from this holiday. Shake a hand, shake a hand now. We I played my old Christmas mashup, heard from the old gang. Heard from Scrooged. People are tr- having trouble making their miracle happen. That's true. It was true last year. It was true the year before. People are having trouble making their miracle happen. We heard from the Peanuts, the Peanut Gallery, commercialism. Man, they really hit the 
the that anti-commercialism thing pretty hard. See, it's a metaphor. That's why they have the the tree, the raggedy tree, because you don't need you don't need the the good tree. It's not like a, a Clark Griswold thing. Heard the best. We're gonna after Doctor Dad calls in. We're gonna talk to uh, Jay Clarkson, the freaking deacon. And last we talked last year, and I think we talked the year before, and we're gonna talk about. Uh, we've started this um, last year, but we're gonna talk. We're gonna try to talk about what the best and worst Christmas songs are with Jay Clarkson, and I think that uh, um, we already know which one is the best. I played it there. Holy night. Holy night. We got a phone call. Um, race to the bottom. It's me, Dr. Dave here. Hey, what's going on? Well, I'm dealing with exhaustion, <laughs> um, and I can talk about it and, uh, and talk about why, why Christmas might be able to help us. Well, that's exa- it's almost like we I let you know beforehand what we were going to do. <laughs> well, of course you actually did. So yeah. I've been thinking about what what's going on with in our culture that so many people get stressed out and exhausted and and then why is it that people like Christmas and what can it do to help? <laughs> Perfect. Well, Dr. Dad, before we do that, um, I wanted to tell you a, a brief story here, and I, I think I can, I can use you to help me tell this story. Um, okay. I got, you, do you know what Twitter is, Dr. Dad? Mm, tell, explain it to me. So Twitter, you hear like, uh, when you're watching like the news, you hear like, uh, you know, this person tweeted, you know, a tweet, uh, right? Uh-huh. It's basically a, um online thing where you can kind of write little paragraphs or, you know, uh, to kind of share your thoughts on the world, right? Okay, yeah. It, you got a lot of great people on there, you know, like uh, Dr. Oz and Glenn Beck. And <laughs> uh-huh. uh, okay. And, uh, and, and comedians and, and the whole, the whole gang, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I was, uh, I had an account on there and then I, I quit, t- uh, Twitter because, um, when you remember we had a president, not this one, not, not Grandpa Joe, but, uh, before the, you remember the, we had a president before Joe Biden? Um, uh, I do. And he was kind of bombastic. Uh, yes, I do remember that. He would go, he would go on this thing Twitter, and he would, uh, he would talk a lot of trash. And uh, I basically felt like Twitter became this guy's personal website. So I, I thought I was going to really stick it, stick it to him by quitting Twitter. Uh huh. Um, which. I don't know. I still, no one, the reporting hasn't gotten to me, but I don't think he really cared that I quit Twitter, but I'm still not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So anyway, I got back on it partly to to promote this show and to just uh, you know, whatever. I was bored. And uh-huh. um there's this guy uh who was on the show a, f- a few months ago. Dr. Dad, do you remember this uh this comedian who was on the show uh Joe Zimmerman and he he talked about how he was getting into birding? Uh-huh. Um yes. He's a funny guy and he's into birding and stuff and um anyway, he said that he started a new workout routine on the treadmill. And it was very similar to what you do on the treadmill. What do you do on the treadmill? What's your uh, patented I, workout? I try to I, I set it at 15 degrees incline and then I my goal is to eventually be able to to go 4 miles an hour for 20 minutes. And it's I've, I, I I did achieve that, but it took a long time of practice. I start out at uh, 3.5 miles an hour, and then I got 3.6 and so on. But boy, after a while, you're 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 sweating, and it's it's really tough to to do it. But yeah. It. So this guy Joe Zimmerman, he tweeted. Um, I'm going to try to bring it up real quick. So he wrote on Twitter. Let's see, Joe Zimmerman. Bear with me one one second. I should have had this ready, Dr. Dad. I apologize. But uh, here we go. He said, just came up with a fun treadmill challenge. Start out at 5.2 miles an hour with two, uh, 2% incline or, or you know 2.0 incline. After each right. minute, go up in speed by 0.1 miles an hour and see how many minutes you last. First attempt, I got 19 minutes. Top speed, 7.1. Okay? Okay, yeah. So he wrote that on there, and I said, I responded to him, um, my dad does a very similar uh, workout. You you two should hang, right? Mm -hmm. Like you should hang out with him. Dr. Dad, I got banned from uh, Twitter because of that. Really? Yeah, because it took me a while to figure out why, like, why they, like, I was making fun of them. What, what was going? But it, I finally realized it's because I said you two should hang, like, you should oh, be hung, okay. and I. <laughs> I guess they thought oh, I was I I was saying that you and, and this comedian Joe uh, Zimmerman should should be hung for doing uh, this. Oh boy! And and they gave me the <laughs> they uh, gave me the option of either deleting that tweet and admitting that I had done wrong, uh-huh. or um, I could like appeal. But the appeal was taking like days and days, and I was like, "Why do I even care? I'll just delete this uh-huh. dumb thing that I said." It's not weird. Yeah, yeah. All you should have done is just change, add one one word, add uh, out. out, yeah, to to it. Hang out. I know. That's funny. That's funny. So I thought that that was a uh just just kind of a weird and wild thing that happened huh, this this that week. Is a funny story. Yeah. So, um, without much further ado, what what would you say? Uh, ha, are are you and your 
uh, patients exhausted and and can we find anything in the in the message of Christmas or the Gospels or or, or whatever uh-huh. to 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 help us this year? I think so. I think so. See, we we live in a very competitive economy driven culture where productivity is measured and uh, everything and the problem is that it's isolating it's uh, objectifies people turns us into you know entities instead of people it's very serious and so it's very uh, stressful very isolating and emotionally draining yes and uh, so on. So the, and that goes on all the time, and you know we kind of break out of it a little bit with, you know, but but that's that's our culture, and um, so the reason that I think uh, Christmas can, you know, if you think about it, um, what what the what the message is that here's this abstract God somewhere up there, who suddenly bestows a very personal gift to humanity. Um, it, it's a, it, it, it's new, it's a birth and, and it's a very humble thing. It's, it, it implies that it's for all people because it's in a manger. What I looked up what a manger is. It's a, it's a trough or an open box in which feed for horses or cattle is placed. So when you're, when you're homeless and you're in this thing and you put your little baby in a manger it implies that, but, but this is God's gift to us. Well, new birth, new life, hope, opportunity, um, and a peace on earth, goodwill to, and then I thought, well, why should it be goodwill to man? To all of us. Yeah. So it, it, it's a, um, there, there's a giving, and it's, and, and I thought, well, there, there's that whole idea of, the joy of altruism, um, and there have been a lot of studies that that show that when people do kind things for other people and and give give and focus on them, um, you feel happy inside. You feel connected. It's a wonderful feeling. And I remember um, uh, back in this is about fifty years ago. I was struggling with depression because mom had died Mm -hmm. and I hadn't grieved and and everything. And um, the church we went to, I had this um, kind of ritual where a couple people would join together. Somehow they'd find a a struggling family, very poor, and you would buy a whole bunch of groceries and deliver it to this this family. Mm -hmm. And we did that. And suddenly, when I finished doing it, we all there huge amounts of sacks of groceries we put on this on this porch as a you know very poor part of town. Mm-hmm. And the family was so happy; you could just tell that they. When I when when I got in the car to drive away, I suddenly realized, oh, I feel so happy and joyful and stuff. <clears throat> and I've tried to keep that knowledge part of me since then by whenever I feel a little down or whatever, do just do something kind. Give some money to something or do something. It, it just feels <clears throat> you feel that joy of, that there's a joy connected to being altruistic. Yeah. And um, 
So if you if know, so Christmas, go ahead. If you could, uh, if you were in charge, what, how would you right. ch- how would you change the way that we uh, we do Christmas then, based on on that? Well, many of us, I think, do it pretty pretty well. I mean, we <clears throat> we think about who we're going to give uh, gifts to. So so instead of thinking about our selfish selves, <clears throat> what do I need? You're thinking about somebody else. Uh, you're bringing them into your awareness. Uh, what would what would make them happy? So you're thinking about other people's needs, um, <clears throat> and you send Christmas cards to various people, at friends and family and stuff. So you're thinking about them. What are you going to write in the card and and everything? Mm-hmm. So you, you, you uh, in other words, it's an emotional connection connection that's happening. And uh, so um, instead of, you know, all that tense work stuff you've got to do and everything, you, you're replacing it with a kind of a youthful playfulness. And as you get together and eat a cake and whatever you're doing for Christmas, you're having memories of happy togetherness uh, from the past. You can think back to, you know, when you're, kids were little five and ten years old open the presents under the tree mm-hmm. and memories of what you did and so it's it's a coming together uh, feeling of, of emotional connectedness and, and there's joy and, and friendliness and all of that good stuff is involved yeah well hopefully people get to uh feel that this year and we're not uh you know and it's not leading to a bunch of super spreader uh, events can you believe this uh omicron stuff dr dad i i can believe it listen i understand about infectious diseases spreading and uh i went to india my senior year of medical school and uh it was an infectious disease rotation we you know we could choose an elective Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, there's TB and all kinds of diseases everywhere. You, you never felt safe. You could get malaria. You could get uh, dysentery if you ate something that a fly had landed on um, and, and so on. So this sense of danger, danger, danger everywhere is something I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are part of biology and, uh, and there's competitiveness out there diseases want to get us uh, that's just the way life life goes and uh, so now we're part of it and we have a sense of vulnerability that the most of the world lives with that all the time and and as a species we've lived with that for from the beginning there's always been diseases with plagues of all kinds and smallpox and all that and it wash over a whole continent and stuff like that so this this is just part of part of our history part of nature um but it, i know it doesn't feel good but no. it's, uh, <laughs> it's uh it's part of part of bio part of the human condition yeah part of nature all right well i i think uh i think that huh. you uh you you helped out a little bit <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, and what I wonder is, why can't we 
you know, if if people discover that this really works, why can't we? Why does it have to be just one week long? Why can't it? Why can't we do it all year long? Just be friendly and and care for each other and think, you know, and and get away from this uh, toxic, competitive culture that we that we subject ourselves to. Right. I agree. Well, let's. I'm. I'm going to leave it there, and in, in, uh, and I'm. I'll. I'll see you soon. All right. Have a happy, happy, happy Christmas. All right. <laughs> Bye, Doctor right. Dad. Thanks for okay. calling. Bye. 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 to the bottom hey john reed oh my goodness what's going on is this jay clarkson it is jay clarkson i am here with you i'm celebrating the nativity of arcadius king arcadius clarkson (laughs) my son oh it's it's nice i it took that that was like in uh in special uh, Christian speak, or or old fashioned speak, it's your son's birthday, is what you're trying to say. It's my son's birthday. Okay, yeah, exactly. cool. Yeah. Well, happy yeah. birthday. Yeah. Well, you say I will pass that along to young Archie. He will be. He is 19. Oh my goodness. This week. So, and I'm sure he will be thrilled to know that he was. 
and and uh, and a hearty happy birthday from the whole RTTB community. All the all the uh, bottom heads. Or the bottom heads. The bottoms. The bo- all the bottoms. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a ref- um, reference we'll- to um, uh, Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, what are you doing for Sukkot this year? Um, I'm building a tent, and uh, it's gonna be uh, intense. Oh, yeah. That's another another <laughs> Sukkot joke. I got. It. I got. It. I have a Sukkot joke book. Yeah. You're. You're a. You're a comedian. Um, you have roots mm-hmm. in the comedic. Yeah, um, I, but that's but not what you wanted to talk about. I I am trying to get a, a, a lot stronger because I feel like the best comedians are are uh, muscle bound these days. So I'm I'm gonna start. Oh yeah, yeah. I you know I I look at a guy like like Joe Rogan or or the the Dave Chappelle two and uh, mm-hmm. and I'm I just say to myself, that's that's comedy to me, you know. Well, see, I'm an old uh, Joe Piscopo fan. Mm-hmm. Also, and, very very muscle bound. Uh, yeah, I think he was. I think he, you know, maybe one of the originators <laughs> of the muscle bound comedy. Mm-hmm. Of oh, oh, yeah. Oh, how do you say that word? Oeuvre? Oeuvre, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. Uh, you know, the best way to deal with a heckler is just to uh, physically in- intimidate him by the, by the uh, girth of your, of your biceps. That's, I, I have found the same is true with the trouble, troublesome parishioner. <laughs> I think that's the, the message Jesus sent was... Um, was pain is weakness leaving the body mm-hmm. the entirety of the gospel um yes um, my mom says yes brian regan is not is not a uh, strong that's why he's not uh, he's not funny um yeah 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 um is the troublesome parishioner is that a bar in in oakley north carolina <laughs> uh it, it, it not yet, <laughs> but uh, it may be soon. Yeah, it may be very, very soon. So, Jay, um, Jay Clarkson, what's the what's the uh, what's on your top uh, right there at the top of your list of of uh, worst Christmas songs? Of worst Christmas Christmas songs. Yeah. Uh. Sacred or secular? Let's go secular. Okay, because I had, uh, yeah, I've got best, but I, 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 worst is gonna, um, it's gonna be just a little stretch. Um, okay, well, then give me, give me your best, and then I'll you, you, you go, uh, you go high, I'll go low. What's your, what's okay. your favorite? My, my favorite. Uh, or my favorite this this year, and it's it's sacred. So we'll just you know, because that's how I roll. Yeah. Um, 
is uh, let all mortal let all mortal flesh keep silence. Oh, oh. let all mortal flesh yeah. keep silence. This may be this may be the diehard of Christmas um, Christmas hymns. Like I don't know that everybody <laughs> would agree that it's a Christmas hymn. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, um, and it goes pretty hard too. What's the uh, What's the crux of the uh, What's the thesis of the song? Um, it, it it's fairly apocalyptic, uh, in, in the sense of an apocalypse being like a breaking open, a, a, a drawing back of the curtain between the cosmic and the, and the, um, mundane. Mm. Um, yeah. So there's a verse that starts, um, um, uh, well, I forget exactly how it starts, but it's basically the art. Well, speaking of, of like punks, individuals, you know, the army, this, this, the angelic host, like coming with baby Jesus to, to reveal divinity on earth. So, um, I get pretty excited about it. It seems like you're pretty excited about it. Yeah, I also had a little more coffee today than usual. <laughs> so. um, you want to hear uh, one, one of my all-time uh, most detested uh, Christmas songs? Sure. Here we go. You know that one? I I'm I'm familiar. Yeah. 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 It's it's pretty bad. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah. I um I the older I get and maybe maybe this is uh you know, I I kind of came out as someone who doesn't like rock and roll um about this time last year. Um and I'm just kind of really settling into that. You know, some people get get more right wing as as they grow older. I'm just settling uh-huh. into the fact that I don't like an old fashioned rock and roll song, and I, I certainly uh, don't don't like it mixed up with my uh, Christmas jingles. I don't like uh, Jingle Bell Rock. Um, I uh, you know, as I told you last year, which <laughs> was a bone of contempt contention between us i don't like the uh east street band uh santa's coming to town i don't like that they're having that yeah. much fun and i don't feel uh included in in that uh party that's going on um yeah i i, I we, i've been praying on that <laughs> i still haven't come around I'm just, gonna, I'm just i'm just gonna love on you until mm-hmm. you uh until you come around on that one um it's pretty gross. Did you um did you watch uh Get Back? The, oh yeah. Uh, you, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um 
I what did you think? I I was I was fascinated. Um I love I I fell in love with Ringo. Yes. And I'll tell you when I fell in love with Ringo. When he admitted that he he farted and just one thought he'd let everyone know. No, way before that. Okay. On the on the day or the Monday or whatever after George quit the band. Yeah. And Ringo came walking yeah. in on time just like I'm here to play music. Yes. Like yeah. I just want to like I think he knew. There's an interview with Paul McCartney that uh What's his name? Mark Marin did? Mm-hmm. Where Mark Mark Marin's giving him the opportunity to, to use that, you know, oh, I think I'm doing my best work ever line, you know. And Paul McCartney's like, I was in the Beatles. Like, nothing's <laughs> going to be, I'm not going to do anything better than that. I think Ringo, of all of those guys, Ringo knew at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to be better. I, I'm, I'm never going to be a part of something that's better than that. So yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I kind of yeah, I kind of fell in love with Ringo. I at that point, I I think that w- one one thing that, that you definitely one see. Thing that you definitely, do you have your um? Do you have your um? I'm getting some major uh, getting some major uh, feedback where feedback. Where, do you have your radio on? Do you have your radio on? I do not. I was on. I was in the. I was in the car. Weird. Oh, but it's it I'm stopped now. Anymore. It stopped now. Yeah, but it was on speakerphone. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, John Lennon is a horrible judge of character. I was, that, that is shocking, isn't it? I was talking. <laughs> I was talking about this uh, with with uh, listener Tim. Uh, yeah, he he just. It's just a series of people. When he starts talking about this Alan Klein guy who's going to be their new manager who ended up uh, taking them for a ride and stealing all their uh, their masters, um, all their all their songs, he's just like... Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's just on a totally different level. He can just see everything. You know, he, he's like, yeah, the guy's a shyster, John. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean... The the um, I, I think the progression, and I know you talked about this last week, the progression of people's affinity towards a particular beetle mm-hmm. is sort of like the riddle of the sphinx. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like in our in our youth, we love uh, John, and then in our young adulthood, we love George, and then. In our in our adulthood, we like Paul, and then in our old age, we like Ringo. Yes, yes, it, exactly. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but I I brought I brought the uh, get back up because I I want to see a version. I think you could do a little editing, maybe on that movie, maybe cut it down a little uh, to to size. I mean, uh huh. I I would like to see a version without them doing the their their little rock and roll numbers uh as oh, they're right. hanging out. Right. 
That right, stuff right. just, uh, yeah. Yeah, I could have done without that. <laughs> uh, and I like a rock and roll song. Mm-hmm. A little Buddy Holly mm-hmm. in there every now and then. But you know what? You know, I, I, I think I, I know, I think I've settled on my least favorite Christmas song this year. Um, and it's got it's it's got less to do with the 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 art the the song or the artist than the people who like it. Okay, be uh, I'm nice tease there. I want to get to that, but I want to make okay. I want to make a connection here between our top okay. between our topic today. So it doesn't seem like we just digressed and talked talked about let it be. Um, or Get Back or whatever it was called for no reason. I think yeah. Get Back, um, for people who haven't seen it, it's an like an eight-hour. I was saying with uh, Mike Vega last week that it's six-hour. Uh, it's an eight-hour documentary about the process of the Beatles making the album that basically uh, broke them up, right? And right. showing that they're still... Right. They're, but. And and there was a narrative that that you know uh, that Yoko broke them up or or this or that and they just hated each other and then this Lord of the Rings nerd uh, found the <laughs> um, <laughs> found all this uh, all this footage and said you know what and I think I think these guys still loved each other um, so. Uh-huh. We we sat around and, and watched the Beatles for eight hours. What what a better uh, breakout movie for this year, where we're exhausted and have to sit around and be bored and uh-huh. um, be uh, let down. Don't let me down. Right. Disappointed. Right. But still uh, find um, the the love and the brilliance in in certain small moments. How about that, Jay Clarkson? Well, so there's the thing, isn't it? And as Doctor Dad was saying, why can't we do that more often? Mm-hmm. You know, the problem, as I see it, is that our humanity gets in the way. I mean, when Paul McCartney starts talking about. Um, how the the sixteen millimeter footage won't work for a movie. <laughs> uh huh. That's the kind of thing that, like, I have made that argument, and I have listened to the argument, and it makes me want to stab my eyes out. Yes. You know, it's horrible, and we do that all the time with all sorts of things. You know. Yeah. And so that. To me, and and by the way, I have to I have to say that every like every clergy person I talk to is exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's, you know, like everybody's worn out. Every um, teacher, uh, teachers every are teacher, the, the most exhausted. Yeah. This year is where it was worse than last year. It's we are. Yeah. If you know a teacher, if you love a teacher, just uh, give, give them a give them a little hug. Uh, and yeah. a, su- yeah. a little super spread. <laughs> and that, I mean, I, and to get that. Whoa. That is cool. Obviously, <laughs> obviously we lost uh, Jay, but I don't understand why. 
He's saying get back. Here. I'm going to play well, one of the most atrocious uh, Bob Seger songs, uh, Christmas songs, while we try to get Jay back on the line. My research team also said, as far as horrible Christmas tunes, and if you hear any of these during the during the holidays, just think of us. Um, I uh, race to the bottom. Hey, John, I got dropped, man. You got you got dropped. Uh, it, I'm sorry, it wasn't uh, it wasn't me. I know. Um, and I was right, but I was right in the crux of the thing, too, um, which was disappointing. Yeah, um, yeah. Santa Baby is a horrible Christmas song. Um, I saw Mama kissing Santa Claus. Uh, it's, yeah, atrocious. Um, yeah. Ho- Holly Jolly Christmas. Wait, do you not like I saw Mama kissing Santa Claus because of the um, John Mellencamp version? Uh, <laughs> I just think it's a kind of a gross, um, just endeavor all, all around, it but, is. but, it uh, is. um, so you were, you were saying ex- everybody's exhausted and getting back to the, uh, Glenn Beck, Glenn Beck, Glenn Beck is where I get my news. Getting back to, uh, uh-huh. uh get back, um. What were you going to say? Well, just that um, you know, we're not gonna we we're not going to technology our way out of the situation. Yes, as helpful as helpful as vaccines are, as important as masking is, what it comes down to is what Doctor Dad was talking about, and that's the ability to imagine what the the that the other person needs. Mm-hmm. The ability to see beyond ourselves, and um, I think as Sir Paul showed us, it is extraordinarily difficult for human beings to do that because we're always caught up on we're always caught up in whether or not sixteen millimeter is going to mm-hmm. transfer to thirty five, and so we need a divine intervention. We need the intervention of something that's greater than us to help us see beyond ourselves. So there it is. That's where let all mortal flesh keep silence comes in. There it is. Yeah. I'm glad you, I'm glad you uh, got back in. Our, our call screener was frantically letting you back in and, and, uh, and thank you to the call screener. Thank you to our research team. Thank you to the race to the bottom family. Thank you to Dr. Dad, and thank you, uh, Jay, for for being a part of the the community, and um, have a have a happy uh, Christmas. Well, John, thank you for 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 pulling us together, for being the um, the convener, mm-hmm. the the, the Pooh Bah, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, you're our Charlie Brown, our Big Toe, <laughs> our Bill Murray. Yes, 
I, I'm trying. So, uh, and and your your presence is a gift to this community, John. So, thank you. Thank you. Also, I'll see you at the um, at the what was the parishioner the the troublesome parishioner. Yeah, I, I you can yeah. you can have a a, a seltzer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. See, Bye-bye. we're bringing Merry Christmas back. Ugh. Seriously, um, we. I'm not going to be live for the next two weeks. Um, I hope everyone is safe. I will be doing new shows. Uh, next week will be the... Uh, Top 10 moments. Um, putting a ton of work into that. Um, and then... And then we're going to start the new year and break the show back down to, to uh, its essence once again. Race to the bottom. Peace. Peace.